My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carol. Hi. And we just watched A Nightmare on Elm Street. Why are you so pumped? I'm fucking pumped. It's We're recording this on Cinco de Mayo and we just had white people taco night. <laughs> so I'm so happy. You know what I love? What? Besides you. What? Because that is something I love with my whole heart. Okay, what do you love with the other part of it? I love back scratches, and I love head scratches, and I love chest scratches. What are you, a dog? I don't know, but this movie, for me, is almost like like a kink movie instead of a horror film. I just want to be scratched so bad. This movie makes you want to be scratched kinky style? Yes. All right. Should we get into the cast? Yes. Okay. The incomparable Robert Englund plays Freddy Krueger, a role that would make him a household name and largely define his entire career. He's been in other things. You don't know them. And we will surely see some of them for this podcast at some point. Okay. Heather I don't Lang- even know what he looks like. He looks like Freddy Krueger. But in the movie, like, he's all burnt up and stuff. Right. Well, imagine that without the burns. He looks very similar to Freddy Krueger. Heather Langenkamp stars as Nancy. She's like the only other sort of like thread through some of the other movies. She's been in three of them. She also was kind of typecast as a horror actor because of this movie. But she was in The Outsiders, which is an excellent, excellent movie, which so many actors and actresses that we cover on this podcast were in The Outsiders, and I say, like every fucking time, we should watch The Outsiders, and you have yet to see The Outsiders. No, I haven't. We might watch The Outsiders after this podcast. Is it? Is it? It's not a scary movie? No, it's based on the book The Outsiders. Yeah, because I've read the fucking book. That was like a book teachers assigned. How was I supposed you, to know? You would love the book. It's about like greasers and socias. It's fucking awesome. Patrick Swayze is in the movie. Anyway, we are introduced to a young, fresh-faced Johnny Depp as Glenn. Patrick Swayze was in this movie. You wish he was? No, he was. Where was Patrick Swayze in this movie? He was in the on the poster on the wall. I told you that last oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good call. This is Johnny Depp's first movie. This is Johnny Depp's first credited acting role. This is the first thing he acted in. His debut. His debut. Introducing Johnny Depp. You'll know Johnny Depp from um, Pirates of the Caribbean and drinking mega pints of red wine. My favorite Johnny Depp movie? Cry Baby. 
I saw that. Yes. That's the one where I said he's a cutie pie. He was very much a cutie pie in that movie. Not so much in this movie, though. I mean, he was fine, but he didn't look like Johnny Depp, and it's weird. Yeah. He what? He had not quite grown into what he would become, which I'm just going to say is a sex symbol. <sighs> what? I like Johnny Depp. You like him? Mm-hmm. He's cool. I'll be bye for Johnny Depp. Be bye for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you too, maybe? Maybe. Lastly, we'll end on John Saxon. Uh Saxon, one of the greatest character actors of all time. Possibly my favorite one of them. He's just in that working class of thespians. He's has like two hundred credits to his name. And just always awesome. Those guys are always unsung, and that's why I always try to bring them up when we do the cast. So rest in peace, John Saxon. Fucking awesome. Ready to roll, baby? I'm ready. Ready for prime time, bitch. He didn't even say that. Not in this one. Well, then you can't say it. That is something I think you should consider while listening to this podcast. I will not bring up any of the lore from the sequels or anything like that. I might talk about the sequels, but in covering this movie... None of that shit counts. Okay? Okay. So no child molester or anything like that. But that was in this movie. No, he was a child murderer in this movie. That's not as bad. Oh. He was a murderer? Yeah, he murdered the children. Okay. So I do like that we start off with um, extremely scary 80s synth music. It seems like the Freddy Krueger is still alive at that point, but he's not. He's dead Freddy. But he looked alive. It's really hard to understate like how amazing the score to this movie is. The The music in this movie is still pretty scary. Do you think? Did it get you a little bit? Did it set music? the right tone? Yeah. No. no? Oh, so fucking scary. Sorry. I can't believe you're not frightened by it. Anyway, he's chasing after a girl named Tina uh, through a boiler room. Fact about boiler rooms, they're scary as fuck. Like, boiler rooms are a scary location. Mm-hmm. That's why Mick Foley and The Undertaker had a boiler room brawl at mm-hmm. one point in time, because it's very scary. I don't know if it's because of this movie. Like, this is the first time I think I remember seeing a boiler room as, like, the main fucking scary part of a movie. Or if boiler rooms are just really fucking scary. You know where their boiler room was not scary? Where? Titanic. Uh, eventually, it was... A fucking horror show. You're on my nerves. It's all a matter of perspective and timing, babe. But that was just a dream. Tina is awake and her clothes are fucked. So Freddy did get her a little bit. Did this scare you? One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Did it scare me this time that I watched it? Yeah. No. Did it scare you when you were a kid? Yes. Did every single child know this fucking song when you were a kid? No. Oh my God. Kids used to fucking do this and scare the shit out of me. Yes. Some kids did, but I hung out with better kids than you did. Kids that their parents wouldn't allow them to watch Freddy Krueger. Hmm. Yeah. I saw this movie very, 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 very young. Mm-hmm. So the first time I saw this movie... I definitely lived on 5th Street with my grandmother. 
I moved out of there when I was eight. And this was well before I moved out of there. Yeah, that's way too young Very to watch young. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, this came out in 84. I probably saw it in like 89 when I was four years old or maybe 90 when I was five years old. But shit tended to just stick around more then. And Freddy was like a cultural icon. Tina's friends with Nancy and Glenn. This is our introduction to a young Johnny Depp. And like I said, he wasn't yet the stud muffin he would become. Stud muffin. He's, he's a stud muffin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So they're trying to calm Tina down. And they kind of make it seem like Tina is going to be the main character in this movie. But she's not. We're over her house for a sleepover. Nancy and Tina know that they dreamed about the same guy. Uh, the boys won't admit it, though, yet. Because they don't want to look like pussies that have nightmares. Right. Something is outside, which immediately means you have to go look. Is that what you do when something's outside? Not a chance. That's not what you do, and that's not what I do either. I might would look from the window. That's yeah. about it. At, at, at most. I might say, that's none of our business. Are all the kids inside? I might say that. Yeah. Because if you're already worried about Fingernail Man and you hear somebody scratching around, I don't think you want to go see if it is Fingernail Man. Fingernail Man. It wasn't Fingernail Man. It was Rod Lane being a dick. That's what Rod always does. And they almost play it up. Like, he never does anything really bad. Like, Rod, he's just kind of an asshole. Mm -hmm. But they kind of play it up like... How come in that other movie where I said someone was a dick from the very first time I saw them in the movie, that was frowned upon, but you can do it? Didn't they die in that movie and you were like, good, because they were a dick? When I first called them a dick, they had not died and we had not discussed that. I just said that they were a dick and you chastised me. I think there was probably more context. Well, we can go back and listen. Which podcast was it? I don't fucking know. Then we cannot. Well, I can figure it out. Okay. If you figure it out, we will cover it on the mini episode next week. Sweet. Tina is with Rod, um, probably getting fucked. And Nancy is a bit of a prude, which usually bodes, bodes well for a woman in a horror movie. Being prudish kind of helps you. And she wasn't probably getting fucked. She was definitely getting fucked really loudly. Yeah. Like that was very loud sex. That was obnoxious. You don't got to do all that. No. And before they fall asleep together, Rod says no more nightmares, confirming that he was having nightmares too, by the way, mm-hmm. which is highly unlikely. Fucking Tina will end up very badly for Rod. Well, Freddie don't give a shit if you're a virgin or not. No, he doesn't give a shit, but I think the pure virgin powers give you an advantage over the pure evil of Freddy. I don't know if I really believe that. I just made that up. Okay. So someone's launching windows. Someone's launching pebbles at Tina's window. It would have been cool if Freddie was out there throwing windows at her window. (laughs) Someone's launching windows at their heart pebbles. Someone is also trying to come through the wall for Nancy. Pretty scary, right? Him coming through the wall like that? But when he was coming through the wall, the... um... The crucifix wasn't there, and then when it went away, the crucifix was there. That was weird. She was sleeping with the crucifix, and then oh, she, she woke up and put it back. Oh, there. okay. 
So I don't know about that crucifix thing. Um, they say grab your crucifix after six. Five, six, grab your crucifix. So I don't know. Tina, very dumb. Someone is smashing her window with rocks and she's headed out to see what's up. These are very, let's go see what's up people. And she doesn't know she's dreaming at this point. She just thinks she was awoken by the rock. Yeah, I'm very not a let's go see what's up person. Mm. No, my, I'm, I'm... I'm a let's hide under the covers and hope it don't get me kind of person. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty consistently a mind your own fucking business person. Unless somebody's out there getting hurt. I'm probably, I'm probably just going to be like, oh, that's just, that's just normal crackheads. <laughs> that's just normal meth addicts. It's fine. Yeah, around here, that's what it is. But it's not a normal meth addict in this case. It's Freddy and his long ass arms, which I remember being much scarier when I was a child because uh, it looks kind of weird for Freddy to have long ass arms for no reason. <laughs> also, Freddy runs like a real fucking asshole. <laughs> Why does he run like that? Did you see him running like an asshole? No. He runs like such a dick. But does he run as weird as Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp's run is like flamboyant, at least. <laughs> like it's awful. The Jack Sparrow run, I'm assuming you're uh -huh. talking about, is awful. But it's flamboyant and it fits his character. It does. I love it. I don't know what Freddy runs like. He almost runs like he's about to become a gorilla that runs with his knuckles on the ground, but he never gets there. It's so fucking weird. I don't know what he's doing. And I don't even know why he runs because he can just disappear. He also cuts his fingers off like me. You only cut the pad. Yeah, that's true. Not the whole finger. That's true. He didn't cut his whole finger off. He cut about half of it. He bleeds green. Do you know why he bleeds green? No clue. They keep. They had to keep the blood down. To keep their R rating. That's why in a lot of these 80s movies, the villains all bleed like green or something. So if it's not red, they can bleed all they want? Yeah. Weird. Exactly. There's apparently like in the 80s was a fucking quota on blood. And Weird. and like during this time, you were getting a lot of the slashers like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, shit like that. Mm -hmm. So the censors were like really fucking hardcore about it. And they chopped up a ton of these movies and made them awful like this movie isn't as gory as you think it is like it no, it, it gory. is gory and it is gross but it's not like you think it is it's not quite as it's mostly scary because it's about your dreams and like you have to fucking sleep yeah you can't get away yeah so tina is massacred with rod in the room freddie hits rod with tina yeah, he hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he was so mad he hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. <laughs> and, and then he, he kills Tina on the ceiling. Yeah. That is awesome, right? That's no. pretty fucking cool. No, I mean like the scene. No. As far as a horror movie kill, it's awesome. Nancy and Glenn walk in on the scene. Rod has fled out the the window that Freddie broke with the... With I like the, how you ask me a question and then you don't accept my answer. Well, because it is cool. <laughs> Like, it's not cool that Tina is dead. It's a matter of opinion. And you asked me an opinion question and you said no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Keep going. Okay. So then they all go to the police station. And Don storms into the police station to see his daughter, Nancy. Don is also a police officer. Don is Nancy's father. Yes, I know. I was, I was talking to the audience. 
And just like in the fucking last movie we watched, Nancy goes to school way sooner than she should after such a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. In whatever that movie it follows. Well, she's trying to stay awake. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... I wonder if It Follows took any inspiration from A Nightmare on Elm Street, this thing that you can't get away from no matter how hard you try. Sounds like it. Going to school for no goddamn reason like the next day after a horribly traumatic experience. Hers was with Freddy Krueger. The other girls was with the It Follows. The STD. Yeah. But on her way to school, Rod accosts her, which very stupid mm-hmm. to, accost, to accost the cop's daughter in broad daylight fucking 20 feet from her house Mm -hmm. very dumb he gets arrested so fast yep and she still goes to school so she has walked in on her friend being slaughtered and then she's like kidnapped for for momentarily kidnapped and then she's like i'm still going to school i don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck i have shakespeare to hear about it's just nuts she's asleep in school well, Shakespeare's puts anybody to sleep. <laughs> Why? They're going to be mad at you. Who's they? The Shakespeare people. I don't talk to no Shakespeare people. Well, I didn't think I talked to Moby Dick people either until I said how boring Moby Dick is on Twitter. And then I had like 50 Moby Dick dorks arguing with me about how great Moby Dick Ooh, is. Yeah. You just called them dorks. They know they're dorks. They fucking like Moby Dick. <laughs> Moby Dick is like 600 pages of Herman Melville describing what a fucking whale is. Just because something's old doesn't mean it's awesome. And just because people liked it when it was new doesn't mean it's fucking awesome. I'm also like a former truck driver, so maybe my literary opinions don't hold much weight. But lay off, you fucking Moby Dick dorks. I don't even give a shit. Like your book, it's fine. Wow. They fucking, like, three days attacked me. And you don't just get over that. They all they all had, like, fucking corncob pipes in their avatars and shit. Just, you know, you know the type of person that fucking reads Moby Dick over and over. I really don't. They have a pipe. And a button nose. They're, and two eyes they're at least 55 years hole. old. They have gray hair. All right. They're probably from the Northeast. I know none of those kind of people. Okay, so she's asleep in school. That's where we are, right? We're not on Moby Dick podcast. She's asleep in school. This is one of the scariest scenes ever, right? Mm-hmm. Tina being dragged through the hall in a body bag by no one. Yeah, that was scary. That's horrifying, and it continues to be scary. Like I wasn't sure if it was going to hold up. I mean, it's only been like a year since I've watched this movie, because I watch this movie fairly regularly. It's still pretty fucking scary. And Nancy, not learning her lesson from all the other following, she follows to the boiler room. And then we get a fucking gross scene where Freddy cuts himself, bleeds fucking Nickelodeon slime, (laughs) and maggots. Yeah, that was gross. There's this movie. I saw it in the drive-in in Danville. It's called Spawn. It was based off the comic book. The only thing I remember about the movie, I've seen the movie at the drive-in. I'll never watch it again because maybe I should watch it again so I can remember something else about it. Is this motherfucking big fat clown eating a piece of pizza with maggots on it. That's it. I remember nothing else about the movie. 
It's the only thing I remember. I don't know if it was good. I don't know if it was bad. All I know is Fat Clown eating maggots. Fucking There disgusting. was eating maggots in a recent movie you just made me watch for this. Um, the, the vampire one. Yeah. Um, Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's becoming a thing. That's gross. Knock I don't, it off. Did, did he eat the maggots? Or did he just look down and they were in his rice? I don't know. I know he ate the worms. Anyway. Nancy knows it's a dream because she's smart. But she burns herself to wake up and she's really burnt. So the rules that this movie is putting forth is that you can be hurt in your dreams physically. Yes. Okay. I can accept that. That's not true, I don't think, in real life. But as long as you spell that out in the world you're building, it's fine. Do you remember when we were kids, um, they used to say that if you, you dreamt that you were falling... And you landed in your dream that you would actually die in real yes, life. Yes, in real life. Yes, I do remember that. That's another one of those things that every child knows. Mm-hmm. And that is not true. Correct. Everything everything that every child in America knows, like like that, like that just somehow every child knows, mm-hmm. is, is not true. I don't know. None of them are true. The only thing that's real is that S that everybody draws. <laughs> that's a real S. It's a real S. But none of those urban legends are true. Marilyn Manson didn't have one of his ribs removed so they could suck it on the dick. Not true. Nope. He did not do that. So I guess her dad if being you sit a, too close to the television, you go, go blind. Yeah, because our our youngest boy would be blind as fuck because he sits on a yoga ball with his nose like on our TV. Yeah. I don't. His know how, feet are propped up on the TV stand. I don't know how he sees the whole TV because he's so close to it. <laughs> it's like surround. It is like. It is, yeah, he wears our TV like a VR headset. It's like a 65-inch TV that he sits seven inches from. I have no clue how it works. He's really into it. He loves it. He loves nothing more than coughing and spitting all over my (laughs) 65-inch Samsung flat-screen TV. It's his favorite thing in the world. Stop picking on my boy. I'm not. That's that's revenge for spitting all over my TV all the time. (laughs) All the time. So I guess her dad being a cop means she can just visit Rod in jail. What a fucking privilege. Like, why are the cops letting her visit Rod? Um, He tells her about the dream. She's having it too. They're all having it. She already has this shit figured out. She believes Rod. Now it's time for another scary scene. This one I think scared you. It's bath time. It didn't scare me. It didn't scare you? No. The jump scare got me way later. Yeah. But I knew what was going to happen in the bathtub. But I you didn't take it. Freddy's hand coming between her legs well at all. You did not like no, it. Oh, no. Why would I like that? Her mother. This is another thing that everybody knew that isn't true. Spits out one of my absolute biggest pet peeves in this fucking scene. If you fall asleep in the tub, you will drown. She even says it happens all the time. That is fucking bullshit. You will not drown if you fall asleep in a tub. I don't. You fall asleep in a tub all the time, huh? Yeah, I used to fall asleep in a tub before school every single day. And you know what happens if you slide a little too low? The water gets on your face and wakes you up. Mm-hmm. You're not just gonna stay asleep under the water, you fucking maniacs. Right. And the only way you're gonna drown in a tub like that is like if you're under the influence of something, or yeah, you have or like you a, have seizure a seizure or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. My grandmother used to tell me all the time when I would like lay on inner tubes in our in our above ground pool not to fall asleep because if i fall asleep 
I could fall out of the inner tube into the pool and drown. Mm-hmm. Drown. I, I love that woman. But now, <laughs> if you're sleeping and you fall in water, you wake up. Mm-hmm. That's why in every TV show ever, they throw a glass of water on somebody to wake them up. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing, except you're throwing you onto the glass of water. Mm-hmm. She does almost prove her mother right, though. Um, but it's because she was being pulled down the drain. Yeah, she it's just being pulled down into something. Yeah. This was the closest we got to nudity in this movie. Another misconception I think people have about this movie is that it's just full of tits and stuff. It's not. There were none. She's naked being pulled down, but she's a silhouette. So you can't really see anything. I don't like this scene because it mixed her dream with reality too much. Like, you cannot be pulled farther down than the tub in real life but it in her dream obviously she was pulled down into like ocean type yeah space abyss. but in real life she you could not see any of her body except her arms sticking up like the tub was fucking seven feet deep and that's not possible it's not real i don't like that yeah i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of some of the decisions Luckily, she wakes up, though, which I think she would. So like you were saying about that, alarm clocks wake her up. Her watch wakes her up. The second she went under that water, it would have woken her up. Mm -hmm. So I don't the scene doesn't make much sense, but it's a cool scene, at least. And mom shows up again to warn her about the hundreds of people a year that are killed Mm -hmm. in such a way. Mm -hmm. I told you hundreds of people die like that. The number is zero people die like that and she said she just slipped getting out of the tub and despite nancy's best efforts of horror movies and caffeine pills she's having a really hard time staying awake understandably mm-hmm. she, was, she was on day six no she was on seven? day two. Oh, later she got to six or seven eventually she gets somewhere so glenn climbs through nancy's window like sam from clarissa explains it all <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam. Yep. She has a plan. She sleeps. Glenn stands guard. He's apparently going to wake her up when she finds Freddy. This is a good way to become the next Rod, I think. I cannot believe he's going for it. This is how you get framed for a murder. Mm-hmm. By a fucking dead murderer. But he's still kind of not thinking it's real or not believing her or whatever like he had the nightmares but he doesn't think that they can actually hurt him he's just scared of them right but he does stop sleeping so he believes it at least a little bit and you don't even wake her up anyway no he falls asleep she gets to watch freddie threaten to kill rod which is like a premonition basically yeah the step smelting's cool though right when she runs back in the house and she can't get up the steps no i don't like that shit no i have nightmares all the time that i'm running so hard away from somebody and i can't go yeah that's probably where that comes from i wonder if that's a common dream i think it is a common dream i bet that's where it comes from then it comes from freddy krueger or no i mean i bet that's why they put it in the movie i hate that i just think it's cool that she can't get up the stairs when all the time we're like why the fuck are you going why they always go upstairs (laughs) Yeah, yeah i think that's a cool i think that's probably a reason they did it too i hope so that would make it better so Freddy has her. Um, she puts up a decent fight against Freddy in the dream. Like they're rolling around. She fucking tops him a little bit. Did you just say she tops him? Yeah, she did. Okay. 
Uh, Glenn fell asleep because he's a shit. They do run off to the jail, though, to check on their friend Rod. They don't want to let him in. No. They ain't going to like what they find, either. After they finally deal with fucking Dawn, he lets them go check on Rod. Sadly for Rod, he's getting the Epstein treatment. And they didn't even... Did you just roll your eyes? No. I mean, it's rude, but I didn't roll my eyes. Why is it rude? Oh, whatever. Just I don't like this scene. It has nothing to do with your stupid joke. It wasn't stupid. Like, they walk in as he's getting pulled up into the hanging position. They get him down in less than 30 seconds, and they just pronounce him dead immediately. Like, I can hold my breath through that entire scene easily many times why was he dead how did he die they didn't even try cpr either no they laid him in her lap they didn't even lay him flat on the floor so that they could start cpr they like laid him in her lap and it was like watched him die maybe they didn't know this is dumb (laughs) okay (laughs) it was dumb it was really dumb i'll just at least make it seem like it took them a long time to get him down or something yeah like the door was locked which which they even like hinted at that like that they were going to have some sort of problem because he goes all right where's the keys he goes oh where is my keys like they couldn't find the keys and then they, it just didn't matter yeah like they could have been like oh my god the keys nope they got him down in, in the 20 cell. seconds and he was already dead i can't get in the cell where are the keys like they even hinted that that was going to be an issue and it just wasn't nope. nope it's that easy this priest though at the funeral is a fucking dickhead what an asshole he said he who lives by the sword dies by the sword what a dickhead. That guy wasn't even convicted of anything. He was just a suspect. Mm-hmm. What an asshole. Oh, guilty until proven innocent. And then he says, judge not lest ye be judged. Motherfucker. You just judged that man one second ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there was not even a, like a sentence between it, you motherfucker. But they have a plan now for Nancy, at least. Her mom has a plan. Arguably the worst plan. But, like, she doesn't know it's the worst plan. It's it's really the worst plan, yeah. though. She's going to a sleep disorder clinic. They're going to knock poor Nancy out. Like, I would have given up. Like, Nancy sees this all the way through. I wouldn't deal with this for more than a few sleeps. You can't. He'll kill you. No, he wouldn't even have to try eventually. I'd just be like, you know what, Freddy... Just fucking get it over with. Don't be a dick about it. Like, just kill me. Don't torture me or whatever. Just. He likes the cat and mouse game. Yeah, well, I wouldn't play. Maybe he wouldn't kill me. Because I wouldn't play. Just like, fuck it, man. Let's do it. Come on. (laughs) Well, it's no fun to play with someone who's suicidal. I have had enough of this, Freddy. (laughs) Here's my arm. Get the wrist. Do it, Freddy. You fuck. I wonder what he'd do. Take his power. He'd probably do stupid shit. He'd probably just like slice me and then leave me alone for a couple days and then come back and slice me again. And this is this is when you find out she has not slept for two days. It has been two days and this whole movie has only been two days. So Tina dies. Next morning they get fucking um, Rod dies. 
next next day is his funeral. <laughs> is the timeline in this movie because they said it's been two fucking days. But then they skipped to seven days. So what the hell happened in between there? I have no clue. Ooh. There's a nice little time capsule in here, though, because the mom is smoking a cigarette in the doctor's office. Good luck doing that shit now. No, I can't do that now. You could back then. But her nightmare is off the fucking charts. Her hair is white. Her arm is cut. They're trying to give her something to go back to sleep for some reason. Even though they like went in there to wake her up. They immediately want to knock her the fuck back out. She has answers now though because she pulled a hat yep. through. And she has the beginning of a plan. Which kind of seems like it was the beginning of the plan earlier when Johnny Depp fell asleep. Like, I, I assume she was going to try to grab him and bring him back. That's not what she said. What was she going to do? She just told him to wake her up when it looked like she was dreaming. Right, but why? So he wouldn't kill her. Right, but what was the point of going in there? She needed to sleep. Ten minutes? Like, I thought she was going in there I don't then think she knew him. how long she slept before he showed up. She was hoping she could get some sleep, and then he would wake her up if Freddie showed up, because she needed sleep. Okay. So maybe, At that time, he was not to wake her up for her to pull him out. There was no plan. Maybe I'm slightly biased for having known this movie so much that I just assumed. Maybe if this was my first time watching it, I would have thought that too. But I know what she's going to do, so maybe I thought she was trying to do it then. Yeah, no, she wasn't. She did bring back his nasty-ass hat, though. And she also knows his name, Fred Krueger. Mom is drinking like crazy. Like, I don't know if she was an alcoholic before this. <laughs> but she definitely is now. She's an alcoholic now. <laughs> And she also slaps Nancy like a bitch. Like, this girl has not been through enough. Yeah. All her friends are dying. She's fucking making hats appear. Can't sleep. Can't sleep. And mom's slapping her drunkenly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But mom does know Fred. He's dead. She knows it because she helped kill him. I like how she keeps saying it's over. Like, (laughs) for the past four days, people weren't dying because of him. Now, just suddenly because she confessed it's over. What? How does that make it over? Yeah, that solves it. I mean, he died way back then. Still, people are dying the past four days. Yeah. No, she solved it. Like, as if she was the only one that did it, too. Uh-huh. Glenn isn't sleeping either. Whenever he's nervous, he eats or sleeps. So me and John Depp have something in common. Because that's what I do, too. Fall right the fuck asleep when I'm nervous. My kids get that from you. Yeah, I hate it. Remember they were toddlers and I would leave? And they would be so sad, so they would just sleep the whole time. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I'm surprised I didn't sleep the whole time you were gone. They'd have to go get, like, blood work and stuff, and they'd just fall asleep. That's like they get so stressed out. It's like the only time I don't sleep. I miss you so much, I just stay awake. Aw. You have, like, the opposite effect on me. (laughs) Nancy's come home to bars and the windows and a drunk mother. For some reason, she wants to have a conversation in the basement. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess if you're a drunk mother, <laughs> <laughs> why not? She tells the whole story. Fred was a filthy child murderer. That's a quote. He got off on a technicality. Somebody didn't sign a search warrant. They would not. This was like a thing when we were kids, too, that every murder got off on a technicality. There is no goddamn way he would have got off on an unsigned search warrant. They said he killed dozens and dozens of children. They would have arrested him. Yeah. By the way, boob count in this movie, zero, kills, four, maybe five, because the mother. And Karen was only jump scared once. It wasn't that bad either. It was just like a twitch. 
So they admit they burned him to death mm-hmm. in his boiler room. Mm-hmm. That's why boiler rooms are so fucking important. And she also kept the fucking glove. Yeah. What a fucking psycho. That is weird. Like, I would think, because I watch so much Supernatural, that you have to burn that glove or else it might be haunted. Maybe that's why. Could be. They Ta- just burned the glove, then they wouldn't have had to go through all this. No, but they never burn the glove. She needs that fucking trophy that she doesn't even show off. She keeps in her furnace, mm-hmm. which, do they not use the furnace? Apparently not. I have a funny... Maybe she uses it to the... Moves it to the air conditioner when they use the furnace. So it's time to visit Glenn. Also, like in the last movie, Glenn and Nancy live across the street from each other. Just like uh, the two fucks in It Follows. Mm-hmm. Forget both their names. Yep. Except in this one, Nancy actually calls Glenn and tries to help him. Whereas in the other one, the chick just watches the It Follows go all the way to his house. <laughs> and like into his house. Yeah. Like smashing windows and everything. Like the most amount of time ever. And does not call him. Even though he's expecting her to call. And she's going to rely on this fucking dipshit to wake her up again. Glenn sucks in this movie. He does. He always fucking fucks up. He sucks. Well, he's about to pay for it. Yeah, he does. She says, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. They've got a meeting at midnight. Glenn has fallen asleep. Obviously, he was going to fall asleep. And his mom woke him up. Just in time for Miss Nude America, which he's apparently going to watch on cable, or on basic cable. And he doesn't need to hear it. No, because he don't need to know what they're going to say. It's Miss Nude America. Mm-hmm. Nancy is in bed. Uh, she had a hidden coffee maker under her bed. She's become quite the expert over these past couple days. Though I don't understand why she drunk coffee when her plan was to go to sleep in 10 minutes. No, that's that's not a good move. It kind of pays off, though, because it's going to take her a little more than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is another issue. She's planning on meeting Johnny Depp in 10 minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. She tells her dad, I need you over here in 20 minutes because she needs all that time to set her booby traps. Mm-hmm. She didn't give herself enough time to set the booby traps with Johnny Depp because she's going to meet him in 10 minutes. She needed to be started already unless she was going to have Johnny Depp help her set the booby traps. Yeah. Um... And they were going to do it on the porch. Yeah. So it's 10 minutes to midnight. Mom is getting loaded. She is hiding bottles of liquor everywhere. And I do not know why. Because she's an adult. There is no father there. She does not have to hide the bottles. Maybe because she's an alcoholic, she hides it. She doesn't want people to know how much she drinks. But she's the only other person there. And the daughter the already daughter. knows. She knows. She does try to hide the bottle before she slaps her in the kitchen, too. She puts it behind her back and stands in front of it. And then bitch slaps her and you can see the bottle. Every single child has come in here. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Even the ones that don't normally come in here. Mm-hmm. I guess he comes in here every now and then talking about basketball. Glenn is asleep, of course. Nancy calls. Dad hangs up on him. Takes the phone off the hook. Kills his child. He does. And he's never even going to feel bad about it because he thinks he did the right thing and he does not think that he yeah, killed he his child. he thinks that she was a bad influence. He killed his child. You just got to be stern with these kids or some shit he said. Mm-hmm. You fucking asshole. Now you don't even have a kid. He's fucking liquid. They don't need a gurney. They need a mop. Her phone rings. It's unplugged and it rings. 
So is she, she's asleep now, I'm assuming. I I asked you that last night, but it doesn't seem know. she's asleep. I don't think Somehow she is. Somehow he's getting to her while she's awake. And unless she's like hallucinating because it's been so long since she's had sleep. Yeah. Freddie is her boyfriend now. Yeah. I'm your boyfriend now. So And he licks her through yeah. the phone. Yeah. Ugh. So she has to be asleep. But I don't think she is. But she's not. And that's a fucking issue. Yeah, I don't like the inconsistencies. No. Like I said, they can do whatever they want in the world that they've built if it follows the rules that they've laid out in the world. Right. The last 15 minutes of this movie don't follow them. Nope. And it's a fucking issue. And this is one of my favorite horror movies. I fucking love this movie. But the last 15 minutes of this movie are undeniably an issue. Anyway... They announced the end of broadcasting on cable, and this used to freak me out so fucking bad that when I hear an instrumental version of the national anthem, it still makes me uncomfortable from that. Because you used to watch the end of cable at night? Yeah, and everyone would be asleep, and I would be the only one awake, and then it was like I was alone. So In the whole world. Huh? In the whole world. Yeah, it felt alone. like I was the only person, and it was fucking terrifying. I have... Because we've talked about this, mm-hmm. so like fairly recently, and I've gone back and watched, not on the podcast, just like in real life, I've gone and watched some of these sign-offs on YouTube and shit, just to see if it has any effect. It, it hits It hits me as hard as like the Unsolved Mysteries theme mm-hmm. from back then, or the X-Files theme. They scare the shit out of me to this day. It's because you have like a PTSD type reaction to it. It's not like you're still scared of it in your adult form some sounds and smells and things like that can just take you back yeah but I, to traumatic times it's just crazy because there was no trauma but there was because you were really scared and you felt I, like you were the only person in the world and you already have abandonment issues so i know but i wasn't the only person in the world so that shouldn't traumatize but me. as a child you felt like you were and it's not all instrumental versions even if you know logically that you aren't feeling like it still feels like you are it really annoys me. Like I had a therapist one time. That I was like, I don't, I can't trust my memories. I don't know if they're real or not. And she said, it doesn't matter because if they feel real, then you still have the same trauma from them. It's like that. I guess that makes sense. It's not all instrumental versions of the national anthem either. It's only the ones that sound old, like the ones they play at like our, our high school. Like mm-hmm. that you know they've been using the same national anthem since fucking 1957. Mm-hmm. Those. The ones you can tell are old because no one possibly make them now. Home stretch, baby. Freddy has Glenn, sucks him into his waterbed. Now this is awesome, right? No. There is so much blood. This and is. Was that a waterbed? I think it was. It and... would definitely fit with the 80s. It didn't slosh around like a waterbed when he was moving around on it. I guess. I don't know. I thought it was a waterbed. Yeah, because it turned into one with all of his yeah. fucking blood. And you know what? There was another one in a waterbed where there was like a girl in the waterbed. So I bet I'm jumbling them up. Yeah. Like you have all of these movies quoting the wrong ones and shit. I did that on purpose. Just because it's like the most famous Freddy quote. Okay. You're just still doing it though. I'm assuming this is why they needed Freddy to bleed green because they had to. That's a lot of blood. They had to use all their 
all their blood budget on this scene because yeah. there's so much blood. The, they don't. There's not even that much blood in someone's body. If this was a waterbed, that's too much blood even mixed with the water. Yeah. There is so much blood. Yeah. I cannot believe how much blood there is. It is so over the top and awesome. Uh-huh. And not awesome, but it's over the top for sure. And then it's made even more awesome when the fucking cop says, we don't need a stretcher, we need a mop. Yep. And it's true because he is leaking through the floor. Yeah. They're, they put a bucket downstairs to catch it. Yeah. Like, like he had a leaky fucking roof uh-huh. and it was raining real hard. That's gross. Nancy has the idea that um, she's going to pull Fred Krueger out of her dream and her dad was going to arrest him. Arrest I, Freddy Krueger, I okay. guess you're tired, so <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there, but I don't think you're going to be able to arrest Freddy Krueger. No, I don't think so either. Now, what are they going to charge him with? You know. He's dead. So the dad is, of course, just placating her. He has no intention of helping her because no one in this movie takes her seriously at all. Nope. Before bed, she's making booby traps all over the house. Which supposedly only took a few minutes because... Yeah, she said 20 minutes and she is fucking home alone in this house. Yes, and there's no way it would have taken less than two hours to do all the things she did. Yeah, she did some... She was like cutting holes in light bulbs and shit. Mm-hmm. And screwing things into like mounts into the walls and stuff. Like just finding our drill would take me... The 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and then it's probably not going to be charged. And you're going to have to find the bits. Mm-hmm. Because none of that shit's together. Of course not. That's like finding a ratchet and sockets. <laughs> Get real. They are probably not even on the same floor of the house. But yeah, it seems like a lot of work for 20 fucking minutes. But the theory is she brings him into our world and he loses his powers. I can buy it. Okay? Yeah. If that's what you want to do, let's fucking do it. Sleepy time. The final battle will take place in Nancy's house. She goes to the basement. The glove is missing. So she takes the door in her basement to the boiler room, of course. All of her friends are speaking to her now. She finds her crucifix. Okay. To this point, I don't even know if that's a thing that works. When they say it in a song, it seems to work on the wall, but he's not a fucking vampire. So I don't know if the crucifix actually works. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it does. And she ends up outside her house somehow. Like, because it's a dream. So you can fall through a boiler room out your own window. Mm-hmm. That can happen. She's covered in fucking roses and lattice. Pulls it all through. She does not pull the Freddy through. Well, we think she didn't. No. But she did pull the Freddy through. And that's the jump scare that got you. That's the jump scare that got me. And I knew he was coming. Which is crazy because you had, yeah, you had to know. I did. I've seen it before and I knew, but it's still, and it wasn't that big of a jump scare. I told you that it happened. If I hadn't said anything, you wouldn't even have noticed. It's not like I like screamed or anything. You're a very honest woman. I do appreciate your candidness. (laughs) Sometimes. I'm not always honest. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just funny. Yeah. Too candid. Anyway, Freddy can't open a door, okay? He's having trouble breaking down a door. But he don't got no fingers. Well, he also has no power. Because he, in the dream world, he could just fucking appear on the other side of the door. Right. So he has no powers. Sledgehammer fucks him up. Like, hits him in the fucking bread basket. Mm-hmm. And he flies down the fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. This all leads you to believe 
He's not magical or anything outside of the dream. He's just like a fucking shitty dude. Right. Exploding light bulbs rock his ass. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that works. I don't know either. Probably not anymore with fucking compact fluorescent bulbs. I don't think that shit works anymore. He is on fucking fire and is so weak, she knocks his ass down the stairs. Yep. He is a pussy at this point. This is clearly working. He's on fire. Yes. Dad is finally there. There's a trail of fire leading upstairs. Do you see that fire NATO? Yeah, that's cool. He's like straddling her mom. Yeah. On fire. He seemingly burns her to death, and they both disappear into some fucking portal. Yes, the bed eats them. It's the bed that eats people. Yeah, it's the deathbed. That makes no sense. No. Because why does that happen? Sounds like she's still asleep to me. It does. It sounds like she's still asleep and Freddy was like pretending to be a pussy. I don't know. It, But it seems like she was still asleep. So like I said, the last, maybe not 15, but maybe 10, certainly the last five minutes of this movie fucking suck. They're just bad. Like he lost his power, gets his ass beat by a teenager and he disappears into a portal. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That is, this is like a straight horror movie. That is like a science fiction movie for 45 seconds of the last five minutes of the movie. It makes no fucking sense. Never would I imagine there's going to be a goddamn portal that he goes through. But he didn't go through. The return looks cool as he comes up through the bed. Yeah, I guess. That looks cool. Why did she want to stay alone in that room? Uh, I think she was just standing there. And when the dad left the door closed, shut her in there. That was Freddy. She told him she'd be down in a minute. Yeah, maybe her she was just... Her plan was to stay there alone, which is real fucking dumb. Maybe she was just mourning the loss of her mother. Glenn was right. His power is fearing him. Okay. I can buy that. This whole thing is just a dream. It was all a dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. You turn your back on him, take away his power. Whatever. That doesn't excuse the other bullshit. But Okay. Now Nancy is outside. Mother is back. Her friends are back. Nancy getting into the car with her friends. The roof is Freddy's sweater. Windows up. Doors locked. Car takes off. Freddy's song. Mom is pulled through the window of the door. by The tiniest little window. It is the fucking worst special effect I've ever seen in my life. It's like a blow-up doll. Gets ripped through the fucking window. It's so goddamn bad. Yeah. For how it's like good... the size of a doggy door. Like, it's so tiny. Like, a human couldn't fit through it. Yeah, and, and it's obviously a dummy. Yeah. Like, so obviously a dummy. Mm-hmm. For... So, the special effects are kind of dated, but, like, okay. The movie was made in 1984. It all still looks pretty fucking good, honestly. Except that. That looks real fucking bad. So, the director, Wes Craven, had a different ending in mind, in which it was all a dream, and there was a happy ending. Everyone lives. The producers wanted sequels, so you got this fucking abortion ending. It was gross. I hated it, and it didn't fit the entire movie no, at all. the tone, none of it fits the movie. It was like they added it on after. Yeah, it, that's exactly what happened. Oh, is it? Yeah, Wes Craven wanted a different ending where it was like a happy ending. Everyone did survive. It was just Even, all a like dream. Like the lighting and like everything yeah, nothing was... Nothing fit. No. It was ridiculous it's gross i don't like it and the producers won that battle because they wanted sequels like i don't even understand whose dream it was supposed to be at the end it couldn't be nancy's right because yeah, the mom I, have got no, killed. I have no idea so like that leads me to think it was the mom's dream 
Because she's the one that dies. Right. It, it literally makes no fucking sense. It drags down one of the best horror movies ever for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. I love the movie, but that keeps it from being like a five-star movie for me. That's why when somebody asks me what my favorite horror movie is, it's never going to be this because of that. Because that last five minutes? Ending. Yeah. Like, it, the ending doesn't have to be awesome or revolutionary or anything, but it can't be awful. And yeah. The ending of this movie sucks. Yeah, it does. So A Nightmare on Elm Street has a 95% critic score and an 84% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Despite the contradictory shit ending and the fact that Nancy comes back in sequels and they never fucking address why is she even alive if she left in the fucking Freddy car. She should be dead. Right. Like the Freddy car didn't take her to Disney. And all of those people in the car with her are already dead. Yeah. It may... How... Yeah, how... And unless it was the mom's dream, that's the only way it really makes sense. Because the mom is the one that dies. I ain't even trying to make sense out of this stupid ass movie. The movie's not stupid. The ending's stupid. Once again, that's opinion. I mean, you really can't argue with the the producers because the franchise has been so fucking popular. But I, I just. I fail to see how they couldn't have a good ending and still make fucking sequels to this movie. Like, the ending can be good and you can just bring Freddy back. Mm-hmm. One I mean, of, he just showed up here out of nowhere for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. One of the so se- they could, he could do that again. One of the sequels to this fucking... To a Freddy Krueger movie, okay? Mm-hmm. Freddy returns after a dog pisses fire on his bones. <laughs> I know. That is how they bring Freddy back. And you mean to fucking tell me... That they had to make this stupid, shitty ending just so they could possibly make sequels? Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> the dog pisses fire on his butt. It, what? The, they just made it up. Uh-huh. Like, they're like, fuck it. Yep. Do you got a dog that can miss fire? That'll bring Freddy back for sure. <laughs> Obviously. Because why wouldn't it bring Freddy back? Yeah. I agree. A Nightmare on Elm Street made $57 million on a budget of $1.1 million. It was a huge success. Obviously, there's a million of these fucking movies. So there's no reason why I couldn't have a good ending. It was going to get sequels no matter what. It really pisses me off. Quite a lot. Because it's so fucking needless. And it was probably some uncreative asshole fucking producer money man. It's like, nah, we gotta make sequels. See? He's from fucking, like he's fucking from 1930, running from the coppers. So, you didn't like it, right? No, of course not. Okay. But it wasn't scary. No, It's not as scary now that I'm a grown-up. I cut you a little bit of a break. No, you didn't. You still made me watch Freddy Krueger. Okay. So, where do you rank it? <sighs> What am I doing? Just It Follows in a Nightmare on M Street? Did we seriously only watch two? No, we watched... Um, oh, The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. So three. So I only have to watch one more and then it's my turn again? Yep. Um, I mean, I guess they're in order already. So you like It Follows more than this? It, at least was scary this was scary at one point to you i don't like freddy krueger man i don't like it all either but 
Nope, they're in order. Lost Boys, It Follows, Freddy Krueger. Is it possible that you just like the Lost Boys? No. Oh. Well then. Do you have anything else to add? No. You're a good girl tonight. Don't do that. I appreciate it. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.